You are listening to Fixated, Advent Meditations from the Book of Hebrews, written by Tim Chester and published by Ten of Those. Today's meditation for the 10th of December is titled Fixated on Jesus, Our Great Salvation, and the scripture reading is taken from Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 to 4. We must pay the most careful attention, therefore, to what we have heard, so that we do not drift away. For since the message spoken through angels was binding, and every violation and disobedience received its just punishment, how shall we escape? if we ignore so great a salvation. This salvation, which was first announced by the Lord, was confirmed to us by those who heard him. God also testified to it by signs, wonders, and various miracles, and by gifts of the Holy Spirit, distributed according to his will. A few years ago, I renewed my passport. I was glad to get the job done, it was another item ticked off my list of things to do. But the document came back a few days later, I had filled out the form incorrectly, I had to start again. I thought I knew what I was doing but I was wrong, I hadn't paid careful attention to the instructions. Well it's time to pay careful attention to the message of Hebrews. The comparison of Jesus to angels is not an academic exercise. It has a deadly, serious point. Since Jesus is superior to angels, his message is even more important than the message they brought. The Jews thought angels had some role in transmitting the covenant with Moses. Although there's no mention of angels in the account in Exodus, Moses later says that God came to Sinai with myriads of holy ones. Deuteronomy 33 verse 2. Stephen talks about the angel who spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, Acts 7 verse 38. Paul says the law was given through angels in Galatians 3 verse 19. Hebrews 1 reminds us that in the past God spoke through the prophets. Hebrews 2 tells us that in the past God spoke through angels. Whoa, what a combination. You'd pay attention if a prophet or an angel knocked on your door. But now God has spoken through his son, and the son is far greater than both. You may not get Jesus knocking on your door, at least not in bodily form, but his message has come to you via the text of the New Testament. What was first announced by the Lord was confirmed to us by those who heard him, that is, the first apostles. It's a message that was authenticated by signs, wonders, and miracles. So, this is a call to read the Bible carefully, not reading in what we expect to hear or want to hear, but paying careful attention to what it actually says. But this is not simply a call to analyse or discuss the Bible. Imagine you're a child and your mother says to you, I want to see your room tidied up. Then imagine the next day she says, did you pay attention to what I said? It would be no good saying, Yes, you use the passive form of the verb tidy. What she's interested in is whether you've tidied your room. It's good to study God's word, but what really matters is obeying God's word. It's all too easy in our culture to treat God's word as one authority among others. We might accept it as important, but we also mix in our experience 
advice from friends and the assumptions of our culture. If we do this, we produce a value system of our own making. When we meet some aspect of Christianity that sits uneasily in our culture, we pull it out and substitute it. The result is a pocket-sized Jesus. But the writer reminds us that every violation of the message transmitted through angels received its just punishment. And that was just the message spoken through angels. How much more binding is the message spoken through the Son? After all, who is the Son? Hebrews has reminded us that Jesus is the eternal King, the true God, the coming Judge, the life-giving Creator, and the victorious Lord. How much more just is the punishment on those who disobey Him? So, fix your eyes on Jesus in the busyness of Christmas. Pay attention to his words. It's easy to be distracted. But being a Christian is not a Sunday morning activity. It's a radical reorientation of one's whole life. What do you need to do to make a mess of your Christian life? The answer is nothing. Verse 1 says we must pay careful attention to Jesus so that we do not drift away. It's the image of a boat at sea. If you're in a boat and you do nothing, then you'll drift on the tides or be blown by the wind. So don't do nothing. Don't assume you'll be okay. Listen carefully to Christ's word. Reflection Entrust yourself to Christ, the final word, the radiance of God, the life-giving creator, the purification for sin, the saviour king. How shall we escape? if we ignore so great a salvation.